0: Welcome to the couch, everybody. How you doing? It is me, Jason. It is her, Lisa, and we are back with you for another episode of Don't Talk to Me Rudely. Uh, plenty of stuff going on. How you been, Lisa? I'm fine. What uh, What? What was your experience of life this week?
1: Uh, this is my favorite week of the year. It's the Women's College World Series.
0: Oh, um, so you're excited about that, eh? Yeah. Uh-huh. We've like been... jumping up and down. You're jumping up and down right now? No. No, you're not. But we are watching a little of the Women's College World Series as we work on our work our way through uh, this year' podcast. So bear with us if we cheer. Uh, uh, it's a tie game right now in the bottom of the seventh.
1: Yeah, in the U- UCLA and Washington. And <clears throat> with all due respect to UCLA and what their program is, I hate them.
0: Yeah, it's it, we want Washington, and then of course uh, we want Alabama to win the whole thing.
1: No, we don't. We want Oklahoma to win.
0: Uh, we, as in me, wants Alabama.
1: Well, we, as in me, wants Oklahoma.
0: I want Oklahoma only if Alabama loses.
1: Well, Oklahoma is going to play Alabama. Alabama yeah. has to beat them twice.
0: Well, so see that. See. Good
1: luck to you.
0: Well, that's fine. Uh, but I believe in Coach Patrick Murphy. I think he's an amazing coach. Does amazing stuff, and I just really like him.
1: Well, I'm not going to disagree with any of those things, and I would say the same about Patty Gasso.
0: Uh, you know what, she's pretty darn good too, but she didn't do an interview with me.
1: Did you ask for one? No. Okay, well then I don't want to hear it.
0: Okay, well maybe I'll try. If she win- Tell you what, if she wins a championship, maybe she'll be good enough to she's be on my She's won show. like four. Okay, if she wins one win this year, maybe she'll be high enough on my list to be... Incl- okay, no, she is already on my list of okay. people that I'd like to have. Uh, before we get going, we really should uh, mention, uh, from a historical perspective... Uh, last weekend was a a big weekend in a lot of ways. Of course, Memorial Day uh, was last sad or excuse me, last Sunday. Uh, we had well, I had a tie to Memorial Day. My grandfather Howard uh, Bernatz was one of the Grand Marshals in the Decorah Memorial Day Parade, which was pretty cool. Unfortunately, there was no parade. Yes. And then they had a uh, ceremony for them um, at the VFW that we went up and attended. So that was. Uh, good to be a part of that. It was it was a good thing. And then, of course, do you know what's coming up this week, Lisa? What? On uh, Wednesday, I think it is. Pretty sure it's Wednesday. Or is it Thursday? No, it's Thursday. I'm sorry. Monday's the 3rd. Okay. If that uh,
1: helps you put the date.
0: Yeah, I got it. It's okay. Thursday. December, June 6th. Is it D-Day? Uh, is D-Day. The 75th anniversary of D-Day.
1: The 75th, you
0: say? The 75th. So yeah. here's what you got to think about. This is kind of a a special one because you know when you when you think about the big anniversaries you know you do the fives or like the 25s or or the 50s or the hundreds are the really really big ones right okay so this is the 75th um this is the last time that we'll have one of the huge celebrations where we will have living uh people that were living when it happened Yeah. yeah uh that were that were there uh at that time um You know, it was a big deal in Gettysburg when they had the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Gettysburg. Uh, This is a big deal here uh, for the uh, D-Day invasion coming up. Um, Did you know they're doing a live reenactment of the invasion? I did not. Yep, there's uh, thousands of guys that are going over as reenactors to jump out of um, P-47s, not P-47s, not B-47s. Anyway, the the big air uh C forty sevens, excuse me. The big aircraft um that the soldiers jumped out of. I actually have a friend from one, from Monticello. Uh hey, there's our seats right there. Yeah. Yay for us. We almost could've got caught a ball if we were down there. And uh yeah. Anyway, he's doing a jump out of the airplane, and I think that's pretty darn cool. Um with what what's going on. So Frankie Ortega, I'm assuming you're probably not listening to this, but if you are, shout out to you, buddy. Alright, what uh what else is going on, Lisa? Uh, kids are
1: officially
0: out of school now. Well, yeah, kids are f- officially out of school. So Dad's, our teachers Dad, are teachers. Of Dad's officially out of school now. Yes. Um, I'm busier than heck. I'm busier than when I was in school at this point.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, With uh, a lot of different things going on. Of course, we got the Heartland Days coming up, so fireworks this weekend. Uh, come on down to the old, the old NH if you wish to see some explosions. We'll be glad to entertain you for a night what else
1: i don't know i feel like you're baiting me with something like there's something that is just going to pop off the page here
0: no there's not what else is going on i don't know you got nothing i
1: go to i go to work monday through friday so i really don't have a lot of time to develop plans
0: execute plans i get that but whatever no um you know, I I was listening to something the other day, and with Memorial Day being done, of course, D-Day, and what that represents in our freedom um, and, and everything, I, I really think about how lucky you and I were to have the upbringing that we have. And, in what way? Well, and I don't mean like affluent, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that either one of our families are necessarily loaded, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, yeah, no.
0: Um, but we do have... You know, both of us came from stable families. Yeah. We came from families uh, where, you know, we, we both of us knew all four of our grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, both of us had both parents there in the picture uh, who supported us in what we did and raised us to have a work ethic and a set of morals and values. Um, you know, I, I, there's a lot of kids that don't get that opportunity.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, and I noticed that especially in even our county. Oh, you know, I time. went on a field trip with Landon's class a couple years ago. And or maybe it was last year, either way, and we went down to Cedar Falls, which is 30 minutes from here. Right. Um and then we took the school bus and there was a a kid in Landon's class that um we went over we crossed the bridge in Waterloo, went over the river, mm-hmm. and he was very, very worried, very, really? very scared. Will, th- will this bridge hold us? And it, the te- he was sitting right by the teacher. Said, "Yep, the, the bridge will be fine. We'll, we'll be fine. That's that's why they build a bridge so we don't go in the water." And uh, the little kid turned away, and she looked at me and said, "He's never been outside of Chickasaw County. Really? I mean, the kid's seven, eight,
0: and never left the county. Yeah."
1: And and Lanning gets along with this kid very well. I mean, I think they've played together many times, and um. Yeah, it's just an eye opener. I mean, it, it wouldn't be uncommon for us to leave the county every week, you know, for something or other, and we probably do.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're out of the, we're out of the state almost once. Well, probably not once a month, but once every few months, definitely. Yeah. You know, and out of the region, me more than, than you, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, and our kids have had the chance to go and see some stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, Riley's a little young yet. She was to Washington, D.C. when she was five months old. I'm sure she remembers a lot.
1: Yes. You know, she, we she, talk about it now, and she asks about it, you know, was was I there Yes. That's you true. Were...
0: Any, yeah, anytime we, we talk about traveling somewhere, she w- wants to know if she's been there. Um, and Landon's curious on some of that stuff, too. Yeah. But, I mean, he's gotten, I mean, he's got...
1: They've had quite a bit of exposure to, to things that I would say a lot of the kids in, in our area, our county especially, have not.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing is I talk to my students. Uh, obviously, like I said, you, you look at this, you know, how lucky we are. And I look at, you know, they're, they're, the fact of the matter is some of my students have not been that lucky. Some of a them, lot of them. Probably. And some of them have had it way better than I even I did. And you did. Yeah. Um, but some of them... Yeah, like you said, a lot of them have not been as lucky. Um, in my case, my parents valued travel, even if it was just in the region. Um, but yeah. they and, and my grandparents valued that, and so you know,
1: the lacrosse. The, well, it, yeah. it's
0: yes, yeah, it's, the, it's the experiences, you know, and so and that continues on with with our kids. Um, you know, I think they've been to every children's museum in a fifty mile, well, probably a hundred mile radius. Yeah, and and rightfully so. I mean, that's that's how you but those little things, people don't see them paying off right away because, well, you're just spending money and whatever, you know, you can always go... No. Here's the thing. When you go to school and the the teacher says, you need to write, how do you write about something if you can't envision what it would be like if you haven't experienced anything? Writing is very much a sensory uh, topic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have any kind of sensory experience how can you draw from it to be able to have creative writing of any sort right you know um and that's whether it's experiencing new things in games whatever or experiencing new things in places or mm-hmm. new music or new whatever i just i think it's really important to have that diversity that, and that's why i like this trip that we do with washington dc with the, with the eighth graders um and, and the point i was kind of going to get to is um, every year, I ask how many have never been out of the state of Iowa, and I usually don't have any of those by eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once I think I had one that never left the state. Um, or I'll ask how many have never been to Des Moines, and now they they, they take the fifth graders to the capital in Des Moines now, yeah. so that helps. Um, but then I'll say, well, how many states have you been to? And every single year, I have a handful, probably three or four, that have never been out of have only been in Iowa. Wisconsin and Minnesota, mm-hmm. and never anywhere else. And in some cases, it's not the ones you'd think. It's like, oh, you come from a pretty good family, you know, but they just don't travel. And yeah, and that, tra- it's not the end all be all.
1: No, no, and I think about, um, no, how how the distances you traveled and the different things you've seen is, it's only part of the story. I mean, there's plenty. There's a lot of people actually here that um, Friday afternoon after work. This town's a ghost town because everyone's at the river.
0: Right, but that's Wisconsin. That's the river.
1: Right, but you know that's an experience for them
0: too. It is. I get that. But what I'm saying, okay, so the first time you do that, it's a new experience. The second time you do that, it's a new experience. But if that's all you do, like your life, your existence is, do whatever it is you do in New Hampton, and then spend the rest of the time on the river in a boat or at the cabin. I'm not discrediting it. I'm not saying it's a bad experience. I'm just saying it's the same experience.
1: Yeah, I, I don't... It's all about what you value, and I don't think people who value travel over doing more regional things... I, I don't I don't think that's a problem. That's a choice. No, 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 no.
0: And I'm not trying to imply that it is. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, but I just, you know... The, the big joke, and getting back to this with Landon... The one year I had a student that had only been to three states, and I said, holy cow, I said, my son's been to triple the amount of states you've been to. And like, and, and that was the joke. They thought that was funny, and they and, and so when they went on the trip, they actually caught up to Landon because yeah. that, those honestly was the states that he'd been to that they hadn't. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, that's, uh, I don't know. We, we, we're just very lucky, you and I, to have the opportunities that we do, to have the base that we come from. You know, um, we're doing okay, you know.
1: Yeah, and honestly, growing up, we didn't do a ton of traveling. Our vacations were either, like, hog shows or, um, you know, we'd go up to Minnesota for a week at a time. We did go to Colorado once. We went to Connecticut once, but that's because my aunt was graduating. Um, But that, I mean, we we were more regional people.
0: Well, I get that, but... Beyond beyond the travel side of it. I mean, that's just one example. You know how to react in in a given situation, for the most part. Well,
1: I don't always react favorably, but yeah,
0: I do. And you and I, for the most part, know how to live as adults. I'd like to say young adults, but we're really not that young anymore. Um, As adults in, in society, successfully, without having to be reliant upon everybody else you know, telling us what to do. I mean, certainly we get some help here and there on some stuff, but that's kind of how it goes. But again...
1: Oh, I think the difference is we can um, step back and, you know, it's hard to make emotional decisions, and I think that's one thing I've learned over time is don't make an emotional decision. Right. Um,
0: Goes without saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's been many times where something has instantly irritated me, and it still happens to this day, often, frankly. And... I think the key for me is to maybe let that simmer for a little bit and generally sleeping on it is a better way to go. And
0: uh, But you've got a good moral compass. You know what's usually, right and wrong.
1: Y- usually.
0: Normally I know what's right and wrong. I don't always follow it when you're involved because, you know, it's fun to twerk you off every once in a while. It's, it's not
1: fun. No, it's no, not
0: fun. No, no, it's It's not fun. Don't do it. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it just, we've we've had that good background and there's a lot of good people. And, and honestly, it's sad to me to see the number of young people that are not getting that same kind of base. And it's, again, it's a societal issue. That's not saying, Hey, you are uh, a bad kid. You are a good kid. And I'm also going to say this, just because you come from a home that is not the traditional home. Maybe you come from a single parent home. Mm -hmm. You can still, that doesn't mean that you're getting a bad, you there's know,
1: plenty of success stories of that.
0: Right. And it doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean that the, that the values aren't there. It doesn't mean, you know, it may look a little bit different. You know, you can come from a... a well, it looks
1: different to us, but it's not different to them.
0: That's what I mean. It, yeah. it may look different than than the traditional, whatever you want to call the norm. Right. And here we go into my norms. Um, that doesn't mean anything. You right. know, uh, the fact of the matter is there's good parents that are, that hold their kids accountable. And, and encourage them to do what they want and, and you see them flourish. So, um, please don't misconstrue what we're saying is you have to have two parents, you have to travel, uh, you have to go to a diverse thing, uh, you know, diverse, whatever, uh, to be successful in life. That's, that's not accurate. Um, but it is, I think you do have to have somebody in your life that is showing you the right way to do things.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Someone who's not—I—I I, I don't even know. Someone who's not—we all have bad examples in our life. We all know those bad examples. Oh, I get that. But how do we know they're bad examples?
0: No, I—I—I I, I, I know that. That's my point. Is I, that's my
1: point is I know we're talking about norms and stuff, but how have we decided that there's some bad examples?
0: But that's the thing. But what I,
1: is the standard?
0: My point is not that, that the kid decides who's the good role model, who's the bad role model. You're, like you said, the kid doesn't know that. Right. The kid can't know that. So the fact of the matter is it's on the adult to do it the right way. It is on the, the, the older person to do it the right way. And that's where we start getting into the cycle. You've got people who come from places where they didn't do it the right way. And that what they saw probably wasn't the right way and they've never gotten an example. So it it, it cycles. Yeah, I know. You know, um, I just, I feel for, I feel for kids who don't have that opportunity. You know, there's, there's times we say, you and I have said, God, that, that that kid never had a chance, Mm -hmm. you know, or doesn't have a chance, you know? And what are we getting at? What we're really saying is they don't have leadership or guidance or, you know, they, they don't have somebody showing them, the right way
1: yeah I feel yeah and then for a lot of them I feel like they have if they have two parents which is not a prerequisite um, but the adults in their life are adult only in number of their age that's and what i yeah that's what I'm getting at I, I know I'm not disagreeing oh, with you
0: okay all right anyway uh, I was thinking that was gonna go a little differently than it did but that's okay um, I have a uh, I got had a young man Shout out to you, Avery, uh, former student who told me that he listens to the podcast. I said, so what do you want to hear? He goes, I want to hear politics. I said, well, well, we'll see what we can do. Oh boy. So I'm going to bring a topic up here. And we actually...
1: You know how I just talked about sometimes I have to like not not make a decision emotionally? Yeah. That might hurt this podcast, but okay.
0: What do you mean? Y- you, oh. know,
1: you know how I get about things.
0: Yeah, I know, but it also makes for good listening.
1: Well, for for maybe half the population.
0: That that may be true. By the way, if you are listening, like and share this and help us spread this out so that we can piss off more people in the world.
1: <laughs> I've got a not long enough list already. I really don't need more.
0: Well, but yes, but if we have more listeners and we f- I feel more popular. Oh, any
1: attention is good attention.
0: Any attention is good attention for me, yes. Anyway, um that's the whole point of this thing lisa okay politics
1: it is ready set go
0: it's actually not all that political we broached this subject in the last one uh i have seen a meme lately that really really grinds my gears
1: that's like all a lot of them for me there's
0: a lot of them but this is the one that really is getting getting to me right now and yeah i one of us will go first and then i'll have my take at some point oh um, so
1: you want the right to finish is what I'm saying
0: no I okay. can go first and you can go finish I don't care
1: okay I don't really care
0: the meme says how can a generation raised on South Park be so offended by everything
1: okay so I know what you're gonna say that there's a difference between being offended and being like this is this is wrong
0: okay so don't don't diminish that just because you think I'm you're not bad
1: diminishing at it because I agree with you and
0: you're right go ahead and go on that and I'm, then I'm gonna talk about what is really he, going here's on. here's
1: what I think um, I am not offended by most things. Uh, also, I come from a privi- privileged class, uh, but I think the difference would be how far you're able to, how deeply you're able to think about things. So, if if you know we post some stupid political something, and oh, everyone's outraged. Are they outraged because of the what you're actually saying or what it actually means. Exactly. So we can all, I mean, it's for me, and I know we talked about this. It's like the people with the Confederate flag in the back of their truck. Like, okay, you know what? First of all, there is no Confederacy. And second of all, do you know what that means? What that represented? It's not just, I'm from the South and I'm proud. Why was that flag made? What did it stand for? Do you agree? If you agree with what all that stands for, then fine. I think that makes you an a-hole, and whoops, maybe I can, just your Can you say what podcast. all that
0: stands for? Because there's a lot of people who are going to say, well, it stands for everything you just tried to say it doesn't stand for. Um,
1: I, I'm actually going to hand that one to you, because that's your wheelhouse. Civil War history is your wheelhouse. So why don't you just go ahead and take it?
0: Well, I want to come back to the South Park thing. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Because you watch South Park all the time.
0: I do. I love it. Are you offended? no okay um and i'll I'll explain why that's a big deal all right the confederate battle flag here's the thing i have gotten into some not arguments i've gotten into some some not even debates just listening to people saying you know people are upset about the confederate flag they're not even you know what they're talking about isn't even the confederate flag that's a confederate battle flag what's the difference well, it's the none. flag of the nation or the flag they're using in battle, it doesn't matter. The stars and bars represented that, and people associate that flag with right. the South. What is the South? Um, I've said it before. South Carolina, 19 times in their secession document, referenced the term slavery. And, returning, and their, their biggest problem was they, they felt that the North was not going to support the return of slaves, i.e. black people. Yep, to the south. Um, that's racism right there, in the biggest, <laughs> baddest, the most obvious way. In the biggest, baddest way our country has dealt with, that is racism, all the way. Yes. Uh, you know the, the 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 southern life, and there's academics that will, I'm sure, roast me over this, but whatever, come at me. Um, the southern life. What? Let me back up. All life is made based on an economy in some way shape or form as far as i'm concerned and in our country money is what we value right
1: yes everybody
0: values money don't waste my time it costs me money don't waste my money it costs me money uh don't waste my supplies it costs me money right yes uh that is what drives everything i mean the biggest fights that we've got going in our county money yeah because uh, well whatever all right um and antebellum okay antebellum is before the civil war antebellum united the, the antebellum united states is no different when you look at the southern economy what's it based on cotton what do you so it's based on selling cotton tobacco and other high labor cash crops okay high labor to be able to do that in today's society what would we use a they're usually big They're oftentimes green or red. Combine, uh, farm equipment. Yeah, farm equipment. You use farm equipment, all right? Um, At that time, we didn't have any of that stuff, right? The cotton gin was very small at that time. The thresher was... You need
1: a lot of manual labor is what you need.
0: Yeah, and I want cheap manual labor because I want cheap stuff, right? Because you and I, the consumer, don't want to have to pay $30 for a t-shirt. Right. We want to pay $10 for the t-shirt. Right. That means we have to have cheap cotton. Okay. Now I'm, I realize we're kind of intermixing the uh, the the eras a little bit here, but it, it all it, it's all relative. All right. You need cheap labor. How do you get that? You make people work for you, but you don't pay them. Boom. Yeah. Slavery. Um, so, what does the Confederate flag represent? Yeah, it represents states, right? Yeah, it represents the individual. And what was the biggest thing they wanted to do? They wanted to keep slavery so they could keep their 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 economy going the way it had been. And Abe Lincoln, at the end of the Civil War, said, no, it's time to get rid of this. Um, whatever. Anyway, that's that's where that is. But let's get back to South Park. I am a South Park fan. I, I really enjoy it. I've been watching it for years. Uh, it started out watching it um, out on the porch at my parents' house when with the door closed so they didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, Home and Garden Network on the recall button. So Good work, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really Home and Garden. It was probably, like... Monday Night Football. Yeah, it was South Park. Um, you could have won the Ro- keys
1: to your mother's heart if it would have been um, the Home Shopping Network or. No, no, QVC.
0: QVC, yeah, no, we weren't watching the QVC. Oh,
1: we always watched QVC. Well, you at her did.
0: House. Yeah. yeah, you did. Yeah, Diamond Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I didn't watch that. For me, it was. I had to have it set to, like, sit, like, T V land. Something believable on your end. Right. Yeah. Or like sports something. Yeah. You know. So Monday night, Monday Night Foot in the fall was great. Monday Night Football was on one channel. And then you had WWE, actually time WF Raw, Monday Night Raw, and WCW Monday Nitro. And I just flipped back and forth between the three. It was awesome. I loved yeah. it. Um But South Park was one of those things. I've been watching it forever. Uh, I in college there was a great episode about uh, they called it, it's the, the title of it is The Losing Edge. And basically it talks about, the, the whole point is the kids are on this summer team, the parents are all behind it, and the kids are sick of playing baseball, and they they want to lose so they don't have to go to the national tournament, the state tournament, or the national mm-hmm. tournament. And so they make it to the state tournament, and they're trying to lose, but the other kids all hate it. So they, they're like, oh, well we've been tra- just trying to lose, these other schools have just gotten, or these other teams have gotten really good at losing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, but the parents all think they're trying to win and everything. Right. Yeah. And then there's, uh, Randy gets into a fight with, with the bat dad and it, it's dumb. Um, there's another episode, uh, about the presidential election. I forget exactly what the, the, uh, well, they did a whole series about the last presidential election where they basically make crap of the whole thing. Um, you know, there's, there's other one, there's another one that's called, uh, Osama bin Laden has farty pants. And it's basically how the the four kids are trying to do something to help the kids in Afghanistan, and they end up in Afghanistan only to find out that the kids in Afghanistan don't really care about any of the help. They they're more upset with the, with the fact that their house is getting bombed. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, there's there's other really good ones, um, but so and I I had better ones in my mind when I first thought this up, but he, here's the point that I'm getting at. South Park doesn't go out and just say offensive things for the sake of being offensive.
1: No, there's a point to be made.
0: And and so it, what South Park is in its, its purest form is satire.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. It's the same with Family Guy. It's exactly. satire.
0: It, well, and Family Guy, it's satire, but it's it's even that is they're not as edgy as they think they are. It's uh, uh, South Park, and I love what they do. They make an episode in a week, so it's very topical. I mean, something's going on, that's what they're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, they talk about, they wanted to get into the immigration issue. So rather than calling them immigrants, they go with people coming back from another time. And it's all the, they took our germs! Right. And it's the same fight. And the whole point is South Park, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and they've even come out and said this in so many words. They are making fun of the ridiculously ignorant or the ridiculous ignorance that is going on in our country. That's what they're doing.
1: That is probably the best way to
0: put it too. Ridiculous
1: ignorance that happens.
0: Right. And that's the thing. the, The kids, you know, so when you look at my generation that was quote unquote raised on South Park and offended by everything. No, it's not that the people are are offended by anything. It's the fact that they see a joke that marginalizes somebody else, right? And they say, you know what, ha ha ha, but that's not funny. I'll right. be honest with you, I will see the humor in pretty much every single joke. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that it's something that number one should be said in a mass sense, you know, because what starts as a joke can't sometimes does lead to. Um, you know, it leads to stereotypes. It leads to ma- mass ignorance and misunderstanding of people.
1: And I would argue that the joke really isn't even funny in a non-viral internet way.
0: Whatever. Whatever. So, I mean, I mean here's,
1: here's why, though. So it's okay if I tell you a bunch of racist jokes, but just don't put it on the internet?
0: No, I'm not saying that.
1: Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I
0: get it. It's not that I, again, it's not that I don't see the humor in a joke. It's more the fact that if you make the joke, you're marginalizing somebody, marginalizing people in general. Right. So if I make a joke about women, I'm essentially marginalizing you. What does that mean? I'm putting you down. I'm taking away anything that you've gained as far as equality, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. Right. Frankly, we're used to it.
0: I get that. But does that mean it's right?
1: No, exactly, that's exactly my point,
0: right. so I, I I'm sick and tired of that meme because it's not about being you you know it it just it completely misses the point. People are looking at the surface level of everything. oh, South Park does offensive stuff, okay? yeah, they do, but there's a reason behind it, yeah, truthfully, and I could never do it because. It, the rating, I, I would get absolutely crucified. It's for
1: offensive. Goodness.
0: I would love to use... There's a lot of those episodes that would be really, 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 really good openers for a class, for one of my classes. Right. Like, for some of those topics. Because it it, it makes you think... If you watch it the way it should be watched, the way... I shouldn't say it. The way the creators intended it to be watched. You watch it the way they intended it to be watched, it makes you think. Right. That's what it comes down to. I don't know. Your thoughts.
1: I... I think South Park in general is offensive to the people that aren't like you and me because they're not thinking about because it isn't real. That's they're playing on the stupid stereotypes that are there.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know that that's that's the joke.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Exactly. So here's the, the thing. The joke
1: isn't what these these characters are saying on the show. The joke is the theme and how this is actually happening. Right. That's, And it's not funny. Exactly. You know? Uh,
0: and so we go back to the next thing. Uh, you know, we're going to go on this. I see this, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to marginalize some people here. you ready for this? The people that I see sharing this the most um, are people that are from the generation above us. Yeah, shocking. So you're talking 40 to 60-year-olds in yeah. a lot of cases. And what's funny about that? is they are the people that put out Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Yeah. And I love Blazing Saddles. I like it too. For the exact same reason I like South Park. because uh, It's a live
1: action South Park.
0: Yeah, Mel Brooks did the exact same thing. Yeah. He said, you know, they're like, "Well, well, Blazing Saddles makes fun of everybody. Yeah, so does South Park. Yeah. You know, so does, so does everybody. So, well, truthfully, so does Family Guy or The Simpsons. All right. Uh, He's pointing out the ridiculousness of racism. Yeah. And the ridiculousness of sexism and all of the other things. I mean, he just, yeah. So, I mean, this one, this, this is, I don't want to say it's a passion area, but God dang it, I'm getting sick and tired of people seeing only the surface level and not understanding what things are for what they really are. Because it's,
1: honestly, because it's easy, and because people aren't focused on anything. I mean, it's just like you and me. We're on our phones half the day, it seems like. And so we're not truly paying attention to what's happening around us.
0: Right. And everybody thinks they've got enough logic. Right. Um, No, I'm not going to go there. I was going to go off on country music, but I'm not going to do that, because we don't have that kind of time, and I'm not really prepared with the right notes to, to make the argument that I want, but... Some I mean, Facebook I, I I enjoy Facebook for keeping up with friends. I enjoy Facebook for keeping up on certain things. But I mean every time there's a political thing that comes up, Facebook is the ugliest thing on earth because everybody has a voice. Which I'm not opposed to everybody having a voice. I'm opposed to ignorant to how everyone people. Uses yeah. their voice. <laughs> ignorant people using their voice to spread more ignorance. Well, I have a voice and I think I can think through this. doesn't mean that they're right. right. I think this, so I'm right. And then all of a sudden you get the, the people, oh, well said, well said, you're right. No, you're not.
1: Yeah, well.
0: Think deeper. Yeah. If you're one of my students listening out there, Avery, I know you're listening. I'm not talking just specifically to you, but all of you. Think deeper. That's what we're, that's honestly, that's what I want from my students. Think beyond the surface level. That's why I want from society. It's bigger than just the obvious. Always.
1: That's everything.
0: You know, I don't know. There's my rant for the day. How about you?
1: Well, I rant several times a day,
0: every oh, day, there you go. All right. Should we take a break or should we keep going here?
1: Well, do you have another topic that you wanted to dissect?
0: Um, I've got a couple other ones here. All right, let's but keep going. Okay, well, we need to, we got to put a break in the middle somewhere. Then put a break in, whatever. Okay. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with some more, um... Stuff. Talk. Yeah, Content. more stuff. Content. There's that word again. We'll be right back after this. Hey, guys. This is Randy Kozad. I'm the driver of the Scooby-Doo Monster Jam truck, and this is Monster Jam Minute. Back we are with the Monster Jam Minute uh, we got to talk briefly about this one. It might only be a minute this time. Uh, Lisa, this last weekend, you, the, well, the kids were up in Decora with the mm-hmm. grandparents for uh, a few days due to a couple different things, but, uh, uh, right before you brought them home, you took them out to Walmart, I understand.
1: Well, for, that was their second trip of that kind of extended weekend for them.
0: To Walmart? Yeah. Oh boy.
1: Because I got a, a picture message at work from, um, Kari. Yeah. And, uh, in fact... When we were up there for Memorial Day. Uh, her and I went to Walmart, and on our way out there, I was like, "Yeah, I should probably check out the monster, tr- monster truck section." And she's like, "Well, probably don't even waste your time because it's been really crappy lately." And we, just got, <laughs> we just got to laughing about how that's both for both of us. That's an that's like a must go to aisle right for for both of us, and how ridiculous that is. So uh, anyway, I got a picture message, and it's like three different things and she's like do you guys have these and they were all like two packs and we had so uh, there were six total trucks and we had like three of them but i'm like well you might as well buy them all (laughs) so she did and uh some of them have to stay up there for her supply and some of them come home and Lennon sorts all that out for he's good like that but uh so yeah yesterday i went up to get them and I was going to take Landon to Walmart to get his hair cut, and it was going to be like an hour wait, so he got the mom haircut instead. Right. But since we were there, we went through the monster truck aisle, and I was like, Landon, it's probably going to look the same as it did on Thursday when you were here, because it's like two days later. Right. Except emptier, because you bought half that crap were here on <laughs> Thursday. And uh, but here's the thing, both of them, Landon and Riley, and Riley gets equally as excited about this.
0: Yeah, right before she went for for a nap today, she said...
1: I want to go to another Monster Jam.
0: Yeah, will. we will. We will, Riley. We will.
1: And anyways, so they both had um, Walmart gift cards to use up from Christmas time from various sources. And Landon had utilized part of one already on some Monster Truck dirt and all that other good stuff. Well, anyway, there wasn't any of the, the 164th, the small ones, that we couldn't live without. So, um... They each got like a 124th scale, so we're up to like five of those, which take up significantly more room than the little ones. Sure do. Uh, but they were very, very proud and and happy, and we had to open them in the car on the way home, and yeah. Oh, yeah. They tried to take them into Culver's, and then I said no, and so then they were both mad, and... <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, we love our Monster Jam. Unfortunately, there's really nothing all that close. There's oh,
1: yes, there is. You what? need to go to MonsterJam.com every day and vote for the All-Star Challenge. Oh, that's
0: true. Caleb Blood.
1: Kayla Blood has gotten a vote from me every single day. Actually, a lot of the women have gotten a vote from me every Imagine single that. day. Imagine that. Yes. Tyler no, Menenga. Uh,
0: Tyler Meninga. Tyler uh, menenga
1: has yep. me. got one for me every um, time.
0: Kayla Blood. Uh, El Toro Loco. Um, Becky McDonough. Yep. Uh,
1: I got Adam Anderson and Ryan Anderson in there a couple Yeah, times. well, absolutely. Cody Saussier.
0: Uh uh, nope. Not from me. Um, who else have I had in there? Uh Jim Kohler's gotten a few votes from me. Yeah. Uh, as a Brianna courtesy. Mahan's
1: got a couple from me. Yeah, there's another Lindsay Reed got a couple Lindsay from
0: Lindsay Reed, she deserves to be I'm sorry. She is a World Finals champion. She needs to be out at the All Star Challenge. Oh. Yeah. No, this is the All Star Challenge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right, I know, but I I think like Next year, she should, at the very least, be on.
0: Right, but well, what I'm getting at is, that. there's really not a lot of uh, Monster Jam events in our area. There's one in Kansas City in two weeks, yeah. and I, I just—it's a really good lineup, but we're not going to go. Six I think hours. towards the end
1: of the the year, but those are not point scoring events.
0: Well, none of these are. Right, They're their their point season is in the spring. Yeah. And that's what goes to World Finals. So these are all either one-off events or whatever they are. Yeah. And that's fine. Uh, But we're, you know, I mean, Rosemont, Illinois, is the one that's closest probably, and we're not doing that one. Uh, There's one in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but that's quite a haul to get to. Yeah. And it's a, it's an arena show. I'm not going to that. Um, Yeah. So we'll see. I would imagine when we get a little closer to fall. We will see. Um, we'll see a few more shows pop up, but they're just—they're not out there just yet. So we'll, we'll see. Cedar Rapids popped up late. I want to say that was a late summer, middle summer when that one finally popped up. So, maybe not. I don't remember. Doesn't really matter. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, there is the Monster Jam minute. Uh, well, actually, one more thing. Who? What driver should I go after to get my next interview with?
1: Oh, I don't know. But you realize that um, not a lot of other people besides us care. About
0: that? We make them care. Oh, okay. Hey, we make them care. All right. And you know what? There were people in Cedar Rapids from New Hampton, like more people than you expected. There are people from up in this area that were in Des Moines, more than you expected. I, I see people in Minneapolis every year. Yeah. So there's more than you expect that are.
1: Yeah, but not it. because of us.
0: That may be, but you know, uh, I do have a radio show that they get some decent air. Right. And so, yeah, Which who should I go after next?
1: Uh, I really don't care.
0: Come on.
1: No, I'm not playing this game.
0: Fine, whatever. Uh, we have not addressed Mo in a long time.
1: Oh, yeah, hi, Mo. we
0: got to give Mo her moment, Mo's moment. Is that what we called it? Could be. I can't remember. The Mo moment. Yeah, we'll call it a Mo moment. Anyway, uh, hey, Mo, how you been? Um, it's or been a while. Or can we call
1: it the, like, Mo slash mint?
0: The Mo-mant? Yeah. Moment, Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. I don't care. You can... Are you going to use finger quotes?
1: Yeah, the definitely.
0: mo Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it is appropriate. We're watching the Women's College World Series, and the last time we were down there, we were watching it with Mo.
1: Yeah, but that was the best. First of all, we didn't know they were there. No, we didn't. And we ran into them at the game.
0: Like, what do you mean? No, we you... We ran into them
1: on the shuttle. Yeah. They were... The, no. We were both yes. We were both leaving for the night. She texted me and said she saw a Facebook post and said, "Oh my gosh, we're yeah, here too."
0: I was gonna say she saw it on Facebook. It's not like we walked up like, "Oh my god," which probably
1: would have happened at some point
0: anyway. It might have. Well, maybe.
1: Anyways, so we we met actually on the shuttle going home. So that's they shuttle right. you to the parking lot from the stadium, which is awesome. They do that very well.
0: Well, it was uh, like, going hey. home not so easy. Well, it takes forever to in line, but whatever.
1: Well, sometimes. It just depends. Right. So we're like, hey, what are you, what are you guys doing tomorrow before the games? I'm like, well, you know, they were going only going to be there for like, the first two days. Right. So we had some time to kill in the day. So we're like, well, we're going to go to the Oklahoma City Memorial. Hey, do you, you mind if we go with? Yeah, go. Come on. So we went to the Oklahoma City Memorial with them. and
0: We talked about that. had yeah.
1: lunch and... Went to the night game. They had much better seats than us, so we uh, commandeered some seats.
0: Sat next to them. Yeah. And then to our right was people from Independence. Yes. So we were sandwiched yeah. by Iowa. It was the Iowa row.
1: Yes. And
0: we were sitting, uh was that the, uh, that wasn't the Alabama game, was it?
1: Yeah, it was the Alabama It was the Alabama game. because yeah, we were all cheering.
0: For the Alabama.
1: For, well, we were you just, were, it was just a good game. We didn't really know much. It was about-
0: Alabama-Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, that's what I just said. I know.
0: But Patrick Murphy was right. I could have come up and said hi. Right. I told him that when I interviewed him, Is he him too.
1: like your man crush now? You
0: know that. Okay. You've known that for a long time. Okay. Um, in the coaching world, or the softball coaching world, he is my favorite coach. I'm sorry. Anybody that can coach that well and did not coach at Cresco, uh, I proved that. I was right. Oh, I
1: did have some... St- I think I have some stats on our other argument.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think I would forget. Okay, you Love go ahead me. and look those up. But, uh, yeah, so, Mo, favorite flavor of ice cream for me is vanilla. I'm pretty vanilla. Are you one. ready? Yeah.
1: Championships through 2017, Pac-12 is first with 23.
0: And who has most of those? Uh,
1: UCLA has your 12. Fa-
0: yeah, your favorite, UCLA. They're the national leader in
1: Okay, so just, just for reference, SEC has how many?
0: I don't know. Three doesn't matter. The point that I was making was not that they were winning championships that long. What I'm saying is your thing was the uh, SEC has not been a major player in softball for very long. It's been 38 years. They just said it on their 38 years that they've been having the Women's College World Series. Patrick Murphy first brought his team there in 2000. That's 19 years. That's half the time that they've had the Women's College World Series.
1: Women's College World Series... Appearances through 2017. Pac-12. 82. Great. SEC. What? 40. 4-0.
0: Great. I don't care. The point is you're saying that in time, we're not talking about number of appearances. We're talking about time here. We're going back to 2000. That is exactly the halfway point since they started this tournament. So Patrick Murphy is not some. Oh, it's fairly recent. No, at least half half of the time that they've had the Women's College World Series, he's been relevant. That was an amazing catch. That, that just, saved, just the game. saved
1: the game.
0: Oh my gosh! Yep. Yep. Pictures. Cried tears of
1: joy. Oh, I love you because I threw a really bad
0: meaty pitch that was to them, One fault. of the best. I'm generation. sorry. Bases loaded and just got him out of there. And
1: it wasn't bases loaded. It was two on, wasn't
0: it? No, it was bases no, loaded. It wasn't. Yes, Second it third. was. That was a great catch. I thought she misplayed. I thought it first. she
1: overran it myself. Oh, There's, look at that! Remember shut up. Second and third. No one
0: likes you, Lisa. <laughs> no one likes you.
1: I live with that with ease every day.
0: I know that. All right. What else? Actually, that's not true. Do people do like you? But I don't like you right now because you were right. All right. Uh, what else? From Oh, oh she asked uh, uh, our opinion on Amtrak versus flying.
1: I've only ridden Amtrak once, and it was from Chicago to Lacrosse and it was really not that big of a deal. Wait, I kind of when did it. you do that with my grandma? yeah
0: oh that's right you guys
1: joke we were supposed to ride from lacrosse to chicago and back and then we were looking up like a couple nights before and it was gonna it was like seven hour delays or or like they didn't even have a time it was just that delayed and we're like you know what screw it we're gonna drive into chicago and
0: that's right so that's you can
1: ride the train home fine sure
0: honestly that is the only thing about riding the train that i don't like um you can't always trust it to be anywhere close to on time if it's on time Gorgeous, love it. You get views of the country that you will never get anywhere else. You get to see stuff that you can't see from the road. You get to see stuff that you can't see uh, walking around. I mean, especially like I. One day, one thing we, you and I, really ought to do is take the Empire Builder all the way out to Seattle, and it's a three-day trip to get out there. I think, but you go through some, you go through the mountains, and you're not on the road. You're back in like the old. You know, so that's pretty cool. <coughs> anyway, flying, the, the the time for it is great. I don't mind it. I don't mind flying anymore. I mean, I, I got, I'm pretty used to it now.
1: Um, I made my feelings known about it last week.
0: I know. I fly out again in three weeks. You know, no big deal. Um, I don't know when the next time is is you're going to fly.
1: I don't have any plans to at the moment.
0: Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, Amtrak's nice. There's a hell of a lot more legroom. I can tell you that much. Uh, there's a lot more room to get around. You can you have better views. You know, where with the airplane you get there faster, but you're going to be crammed in there. There's not that much room to move around. I'm a large person. Uh, if you know me, you know that. It's not easy to sit in there and basically sit and not be able to extend your leg out. That's why I take aisle seats every time. At least I can stick one of my legs out in the aisle for a little bit and extend it out. Um, I tend to not get out of my seat once I'm in my seat. So yeah, that's that's just my thing. And then the last thing she asked about here was Game of Thrones finale. What we thought?
1: Here's what I have to say. I we don't have HBO. Haven't seen an episode. Typically, I'm not a big like fantasy person, but I feel like I would have gotten into Game of Thrones. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I love a lot of the actresses that are in it. I realize Game of Thrones actually brought them almost a lot of them to fame, but right, um, Lena Headey, uh, Sophie Turner. Mazie, all of which are good follows on Instagram, by the way. Yeah. Um, Peter Dinklage, obviously, he's he's a little more well known. No clue. He's an elf. He's he's um he's a short person. An elf. Yeah, uh, Will Ferrell.
0: He's the the midget guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway.
1: Anyway, I, know. I I feel like I would have. Uh, Jason Momoa was in it for a time. Oh Jesus. Oh, it's okay for you to have a man crush on Patrick Murphy, but I can't. I, have that a crush-
0: is not no, no 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 no. There's a difference. Why? Because I am not trying to date or any other things with Patrick Murphy.
1: I'm not trying to do anything else with anyone else either.
0: I don't like Patrick Murphy because he's attractive. You like Jason Lamoa because he's attractive, and you're married. So. So. So what? There's a huge difference between who I have my man crush on okay. and who you have your crush on of the opposite gender, WeeSha.
1: Whatever. There's
0: a difference. Yeah, there is a you're difference. You're a hater. I am not a hater. I am. I
1: insecure. Got it. If
0: I am, but if you're going to do that, then you really ought to be giving me crap more about you know. Um, what's her name?
1: Brittany Snow.
0: Yeah, her and who else? Anna Kendrick. Her too. Yeah. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, she's gotten old. Really? Sort of. That's
1: what you're going to say?
0: What? She cut her hair.
1: We just had this big, long conversation about ignorance. Okay, fine. you come out with? Yeah, like?
0: okay. Uh, moving right along. Jeez. Um You know, speaking of softball, Bama, Alabama last night, they had to start their game at 10.30 at night.
1: Yeah?
0: I think or that's There ridiculous. was a there, Yeah, there was. Actually, it might have been quarter to 11. It was late. Yeah. After you had gone to bed, and after I had decided that I wasn't going to, well, whatever, um, it was late. I just, I don't think that's right. I really don't. And I realize they've got a schedule to keep, but Alabama's got to come back and play a game here in.
1: Well, lucky for them, Washington and UCLA is in the ninth inning right now, so they're getting an extended break.
0: But, yeah, but that doesn't mean that you got to sleep any longer. I know,
1: I know. And it throws
0: off your sleep cycle and everything. I just, I, I, yeah. Okay, so it's, in you know, two extra innings. Good. That's great. That doesn't do you any good as far as recovery. Maybe, I don't know, whatever. I guess it does get you into the nighttime a little bit more. But here's the next problem. If Washington wins, there's going to be a game in between them, and Washington has to come back and play... Uh, UCLA UCLA again tonight.
1: Well, UCLA has to come back and play again tonight too. Yeah.
0: Well, if Alabama ends up beating Oklahoma in the next game, so if the two underdogs win here, so if Washington wins and Alabama wins, Alabama's going to have to. I mean, the way this is going, they're not going to start till ten o'clock again, at least, and then they start the World Series tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but not till like seven.
0: Yeah, I know that, but still, talk about screwed-up sk- sleep schedules and all that stuff. That, that does play a factor. Now, I, I don't want to get into the, the argument again in the talk again, but I'm going to be honest with you. The women's game has gotten to be too long. It's taking over three hours to play a seven-inning softball game. That's a problem.
1: It's not a problem. It's a problem because that is the way that you think softball is better than baseball. That's why it's a problem for you.
0: It's a problem because I think they're losing marketability, and it's a problem because now you're seeing teams have to come out and play from 1045 to 145.
1: It's not a marketability problem because it's on the main ESPN channel right now. Ask any one of those coaches what has grown softball in the last 10 years.
0: ESPN, I get that. What I'm saying is it's it's marketable right now. People are saying, yes, it's good, it's different. Will they get sick of it being so long no you don't think so i don't whatever either way i still think it's wrong that a team has to start playing a game at ten forty-five at night and i'm telling you the fact that they're scheduling two hour time slots but the games are going three hours and five minutes that's an issue
1: that may be that may be
0: anyway back to the topic of other stuff we're going to love it or leave it now because it's time okay 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 are you are you less mad now?
1: maybe we'll see
0: okay love it or leave it sporting event fan experiences okay are you ready for this? I guess all right, Iowa home football game
1: uh l- love
0: it but obviously biased okay what what about it so take out the bias of we're Iowa fans what do you love about it?
1: Uh, I don't feel like it's, I I feel like it's a fairly welcoming environment, I don't, maybe it's just the general regions we've been in, but I feel like you get into SEC country and you have um, legitimate fights, and I mean, you're going to have a little bit of that kind of stuff just with the amount of alcohol being consumed, but I feel like it's generally good natured.
0: Uh, Yeah, maybe, I don't know, I've seen some. Pretty nasty things done to opposing fans. Of course, it's drunk college kids for the most part. Um, after Iowa dropped 55 on Ohio State, I didn't say squat to the Ohio State fans. I just kind of smiled at them. Right. Of course, they had some pretty smug looks on when they walked into the stadium.
1: Well, they do, but they're Ohio State.
0: Well, I know. They, they didn't have those same looks on the way out. It was kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I, 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 well, I'll come back to that, I guess. No, we well, um, just say it. Well, no, there's it's, it combines with some some other stuff. Uh, I think the Iowa's entrance to the stadium is pretty cool. Um, there's there's something about the intensity of what you feel being inside Kinnick Stadium on a game day when it's all going on. There's something to be said about all that. I, I just and, you can't describe it.
1: And maybe that's true, but I feel like any football game, be it professional
0: or I don't think anyone just anyone is the same. I don't think so. Well,
1: I would like to at least be able to voice my opinion. Well, go ahead. I have felt that, like at Green Bay or in Iowa City, if it when it when it's just pure loud like that when they're coming in, I think that makes all the difference. Right. So I don't, you know, maybe it is more special in Iowa. I, I, I guess I can't say, but I know how I feel when I was at green bay that happened and, and and otherwise but you know whatever
0: you know there's green bay is an interesting place in general it's just it's a neat place to see a game the the experience outside the stadium and that's actually not even on love or leave it here i guess but the experience outside of the stadium is pretty outstanding quite frankly mm-hmm. um you know and i've been to a few more stadiums than you have because i tend to go and um you're not always interested in going which is fine um the experience in Green Bay is unlike anything. I mean, the uh, the Minnesota Vikings will tell you, you know, they, they really tried to do something special. And what they've got is good for them, mm-hmm. and it works, but it's not Green Bay. You know, and I've been to uh, Paul Brown Stadium out in Cincinnati. That doesn't even compare. You know, I mean, I'm sorry to my Cincinnati fans out there. There's a couple of you out there. Um, but, I mean, it's just it's not.
1: Well, true, but, away. like, Cincinnati has other sports teams too oh i know green bay is the only show in town
0: and i understand that now getting back to the iowa stuff um here's the next one then iowa state home game you've been to an iowa state home football game yeah what do you think love or leave it
1: well i mean it's a smaller stadium for one okay um I i don't know i mean everyone has their own thing and i guess i don't try to compare them i know which one i prefer but that's because that's who my team is so we're
0: Iowa fans I, I will say this I love the, the the game day experience down at Iowa State I love Iowa's more considerably more but I like Iowa State. Um, Iowa's parking situation is a little bit better and and everything but Iowa State you know they've got a corn dog like you can't believe
1: mm, okay
0: and that's not the only thing and, and I'll be honest with you I love and going back to what something Bob Fenske said, and Bob is, I've gone to some games with Bob, and he and I will do some more games, but especially with, he's got a connection now, apparently, uh, with his son going down to Iowa here this year. But uh, the pomp and circumstance of the college game is unbelievable. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: You know, you've got the marching band. And some people say, "Well, you're you're a, you're a football fan. What do you care about that?" For because I love a good horn line. I love the marching bands. You know, you've got the drum lines. We were drummers.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: we were drum line. I, 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 a good drum line will get me rocking. You know, you've got, um, you know, for us it, with those two in particular, it's Iowa stuff. It's relatable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, you know, it's not like when we go to Minnesota or Green Bay, they're talking about Wisconsin and. and Minnesota stuff, yeah, I get it, you know, but it's not—it's not truly home. Whereas these other ones are are more about home, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I got no problem with it. Uh, the, the the experience outside the Iowa, the Iowa tailgate, I think, is better. Um, but I mean, they they're they're all pretty good. I mean, a college stadium is a college stadium. All right, um, Waterloo Blackhawks game.
1: Uh, that's a good environment, I think.
0: Will you love it or leave it?
1: I would say love it.
0: Yeah. I love it. Uh, I really, 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 really enjoy going to the, uh, USHL hockey games there, especially in Waterloo. It's intense in there. It's, yeah. It, they're it,
1: very passionate.
0: You know, it's only about 3,500 to 4,000 seats in there. Um, but the ones that are there, like you said, they're passionate. I mean, you can have 2,500 people in there and you feel like you're in a massive stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got that feel to it. And uh, I've talked to Tim Harwood, who's the media relations guy for him. He also does their, their uh, uh, radio broadcasts. And, you know, it just it's it's a pretty special place. And, of course, the Waterloo Blackhawks have been around since the 60s. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, in some form, they've been around that long. So, I mean, you're talking about something that's pretty well entrenched in the community, and, and that's pretty cool, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that that's that's really cool that way. Uh, I really enjoy it, you know. And they, they they do a lot of stuff to make it feel like a, a big arena. They really do. And for us, it's, what, a 35-minute drive? Yep. You know, in and out. And once they get 63 done in Waterloo, it, it'll be a breeze getting in and out of there again. So let's take this then, an NHL hockey game.
1: Well, I've been to one, and it was in Phoenix, Arizona. Yep. And uh, they've actually got a pretty decent following for being ice hockey in Arizona.
0: Right, but you got to remember how many transplants are down there.
1: Oh yeah, I know. I, I don't know. It was okay. I I prefer the USHL, but
0: I do too. Um, I think if and that's the thing that's what we have access to. You know, uh, I talked to Pastor Kevin once, and he was he said he he prefers the Minnesota Wild games. Yeah, and that's fine. I get that. I understand that. Um, but I mean, I, I really, there's something for me, to me, there's something to be said about you go to a game and you don't know who the guys are. They're just playing hard, right? you know, and you go to a few games and you get to know, know who they are a little bit. But I mean, you know, that, that is one thing to be said about, about these smaller, smaller venues and smaller leagues and whatnot. And, and uh, I even would go so far to say like minor league baseball. That's probably what's fun. You know, you go there and you don't necessarily know the names. Right. But you're gonna see some some pretty big plays, um, which I think is pretty darn cool. So uh we'll see what what happens there. Speaking of major or minor league baseball, uh Cole McDonald from New Hampton here is gonna have a chance to get drafted this next week. Oh, uh, that's true. So hopefully he'll uh have a shot. He'll hopefully get to hopefully he'll get drafted, hopefully he'll get a chance to go to rookie ball and start the journey and see what happens, right? Yeah. That'd be pretty darn cool. Uh, all right. Here's here's uh, another one. Second grade baseball game. Leave it. <laughs> you love it only because your son's there.
1: Yeah, we go to support him, and you know what? He's not the best player out on the field, but he enjoys it.
0: Well, exactly. You. Know, he. Uh, he didn't really enjoy soccer. He.
1: Ha- uh, no, that's not. No. It
0: wasn't his thing.
1: He hated soccer.
0: Absolutely hated it. Um, but he's into this and to the point where like last night we're watching a softball game. He goes, why didn't she run to first base? She like, hit it. Why didn't she run? Yeah. And then, exactly. And he's like, Oh, well that's a foul ball, which is exactly what he needs. Cause he doesn't understand. I mean, he understands that you throw the ball, catch the ball and hit the right. ball. Right. Yeah. He doesn't understand the rules and, and how all that works. And so the fact that he sat here and watched the game with us and we're going to make him do some more of that probably not necessarily make him do it, right. but just have it around Hopefully he picks up on more of that stuff and gets a little more interested. Because, you know, no, he may not be an all-star baseball player. He may be a role player, but if that's what he wants to do and he's willing to do it, all right, we'll do it. You know, if he wants to play some baseball in the summer, all right, buddy, here we go. You know, all right. Uh, (laughs) I know where you're going to go on this one. World Series of Poker Final Table. Hate it. You hated it? You hated it? I hated it. Why? I
1: don't know. To me, it's just... I don't know. It's it's cards and I guess I'm not a big you don't gambling like to play cards. better. I, I do, but I just betting millions of dollars on cards is not my thing.
0: Well, they weren't betting millions of dollars on cards. The one we watched they'd only put in like well, actually that one was a fifty thousand dollar game, but some of those were only like a thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, well,
1: either way that no. Yeah, well, I could spend $1,500 a heck of a lot better.
0: And what if they won their million-dollar prize?
1: And what if they didn't?
0: Or what if they won even $20,000 because they pay out multiple places?
1: Then fine. It's just not a risk that I would be taking.
0: Well, that's fine. I, you know, whatever. But I loved it. Um, if any of you watch World Series of Poker on TV, um, I, I had a blast. We were out in Vegas for our honeymoon because that's where you go when you get married is Vegas. Right? I guess. It's what, hey, we got really, our, what do we have? Two airfare, two round-trip airfares in our hotel for like four nights. Cost us $623, yeah. including tax. That was worth it. Um, but anyway, we, uh, the, it, we were out there during the World Series, and I'm like, I want to go and see this. And we went probably back to where we shouldn't have been, but nobody stopped us. And so we were watching the final table of the $50,000 horse tournament for 2007. And that was pretty cool. And here's what's what's neat about that, and this won't be impressive to you, but it is to me. That was the largest payout of any tournament that was a non-main event. All right, so the big one that everyone wants to watch is the main event tournament, right? Mm-hmm. $10,000 buy-in, you win like $8 million when you win, okay? Uh, the one we saw is the largest payout they've ever had in a, an event other than a main event. So that was pretty cool. Um and that was in the height of the World Series of Poker. It's kind of dropped off a little bit since then. But it was cool. And and that's the thing. If you watch it on TV, you think they're in like their own separate room and whatnot. No, it wasn't. It was in the corner of this massive convention hall. And they just had it all darkened and whatnot in right. that area. And it was cool. It was neat to see. It was fun to see how the cameras do what they do and all that stuff. The only problem is you can't see their cards. I don't think you can see their cards, can you?
1: No. Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah, you can't see what so you I mean basically the only way you can do anything is watch how they're betting and try to guess and then you can see what's on the table, I think. Um, and then if there's an all in, which we did well, see. Well, I mean you
1: in. you watch it on you can be there and watch it on T V the same way everyone else at home is. That's how you know.
0: Right, but they don't it's not live. They weren't they weren't broadcasting that live. Okay,
1: well anyways.
0: That's, that's completely edited because there's a lot of hands they pull out of there. So basically what happened, like, and I don't, I think we missed it. I went home and I wanted to watch it and I think we missed the horse tournament, but it was, it was on air. No, I take that back. I did watch it at home once we got back. It was on like a couple days later, but anyway. All right. Um, got a couple more for you here. Women's College World Series. Love it. Love it. We've talked a lot about it, so I won't go too deep on it, but. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And they've got wonderful weather out there this year. Like, it's not scorching hot. That would have been the year to go. This would have been the year to go, I yes. guess. Other than getting done at 1.15 uh, in the morning.
1: Where else do you have to be?
0: Huh? Where else do you have to be? Yeah, we left at like 11 o'clock every night because you were tired. And that wasn't even on delays.
1: Yeah, but the games were over.
0: Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. All right. Well, they weren't. No, they weren't over.
1: We left one before it was over, and it wasn't a close game.
0: Oh, whatever. All right. Last one. Chicago Cubs game. Love or leave it.
1: Um, love it, I suppose. Why? I don't know. I mean, I like. I just like the Cubs, so.
0: So what if I said a uh, Minnesota Twins game?
1: I'm really indifferent. So leave it. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, I love them both, but that's because I love pro and college sporting events, so this really wasn't, this was definitely a love-it list for the Rootster, other than the second-grade baseball. Right. Um, All right. Uh, We have gone over an hour here. Uh, We're kind of rambling, and we're not really getting too meaty at this point. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts for our peoples out there that are listening, Lisa?
1: I do not have any final thoughts.
0: You just want me to shut up, don't you?
1: I'm ready. I'm ready to be done.
0: Imagine that. All right. Well, until next time, uh, this is Jason. You are Lisa. I'm Lisa. And this is Don't Talk to Me Rudely. We're signing off, I guess. Um, Any advice for the week?
1: Mm, Just you do you.
0: Have a uh, marginal week, I believe is what I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. Or a good week. I don't know. Hey, fireworks in New Hampton on Saturday. Come on down. Don't get too close. Uh, and then Reedland next Friday. Come on down. Don't get too close. But enjoy it. We got some good stuff for you. Talk- okay. Bye. Bye.